Hi, I'm Zach, and I'm on Team Parents. Hi, I'm Marshall, and I'm on Team Kids. I'm Mindy, and I'm on Team Parents. And I'm Elena, and I'm on Team Kids. And this is the Kids vs. Parents Trivia Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Today, we have a really exciting trivia challenge. We're competing parents against kids, trivia questions regarding the decade they were born. So our kids, Elena and Marshall, were born in the 2010s. They have to answer questions all about the 2010s. Mindy and I were born in the 1980s, so we're going to answer questions all about the 1980s. Marshall, how do you feel about your knowledge of the 2010s? Not that good, because some of it I wasn't even born, and I was like a baby, so... Well, I was also a baby in the very early 1980s, so we'll see if we're even. Yeah, I think we have about the same amount of each decade that we were even alive. Because, Lena, you were born in 2012, and I was born in 82, so... But I was born in 83. Right, so Marshall has one year less. But still, we were all babies, so it's not like we were, like, aware of what was going on. So this will be interesting. And when you guys were born was a while ago, so... That's true. We've had more distance since that time. So we'll see how it goes. I'm interested in how this goes. So I'm answering questions... About the 1980s. You're going to ask me questions of things that happened in the 1980s, right, Zach? Yep. Questions of the 1980s will go to team parents represented by Mindy. Like world events, pop culture, stuff like that? I've got different categories in here. I've got technology, television, film. Sports. Sports is in there. So we're going to look at, see what we know about the decade we were born into. We'll certainly see how this goes. (laughs) I got you on sports, Elena. I got We have 10 questions for team parents. 10 questions for Team Kids. Round one, five questions each. The questions are worth one point. Round two, they get a little tougher. The questions are worth two points in round two. As always, after each question, we will play 10 seconds of music so you can think about and answer the questions at home. So follow along, keep your score, and see how you do at home on the Kids vs. Parents Trivia Podcast. And if you were born in different decades than us, then you can create your own decade podcast after you play the decades that we were born. That would also be fun. And once you do, please comment on our social media and let us know how playing your own round of decades trivia went. All right. Is everybody ready? Yeah. Okay. Let's see how we do. Let's do it. All right. Round one. We're going to start with questions for parents. And then we'll go over to questions for kids. Okay. Mixing it up, huh? So we're starting in the 1980s. Okay. Now we can move chronologically through time. I see, I see. Okay. So we're going to start with team parents. Question one, all about the 1980s. And then we'll switch to the kids and we'll ask question one about the 2010s. And we'll go back and forth between kids and parents. Okay. All right. Team parents, in the 1980s, this is your first technology question. Okay. What does VHS stand for? Video home system. I don't know. Something close to that. Correct. Yay! (laughs) Correct. You would think that would be HVS, but home video system. Right. That would have... Yeah, that seems to make sense. Yeah, Video yeah. home system sounds odd. Yeah. But VHS is ingrained in our brains. So. Right. Okay. Yes. VHS. Because do you know what a VHS is? A little bit. It's, it's like... a home video system. 
Yes. Have you seen a VHS tape? Not in person. Oh, you've just seen pictures. You've never seen a VHS tape in real life? And the worst was when you'd put your VHS tape into your VHS player, and the VHS player would eat the tape. It would rip all the tape out of your Mm -hmm. VHS and like mangle it and destroy your tape forever. And then all of my recorded Beverly Hills 90210 episodes were gone. Right, because when the TV show you really wanted came on, you'd run in and you'd record it onto your VCR onto a blank tape so that you'd have that recording forever. Now we just have Netflix and Hulu and everything yeah. else. And when the office goes to Peacock, we're sad. Because <laughs> we didn't record we it. we didn't record it. <laughs> all right. Team parents have one point. Team kids, this is a multiple choice. I'll read you all four options. And then you can decide. Question one for Team Kids. On April 3rd, 2010, Apple released the first what? Was it A, the DVD player, B, the iPad, C, the MacBook, or D, the first smartphone? I'm going to say smartphone. I think it's MacBook. I think it's smartphone. Yeah, smartphone. It was only two years before I was born. Yeah. I'm really not sure. This is hard. I don't know. I think think it's smartphone. Yeah. All right. On April 3rd, 2010, Apple released the first iPad. Dang it. So just at the beginning of your birth decade, Apple released the first iPad. Isn't it just a big smartphone, though? (laughs) All right. We are still on technology. We're going to move back to the 1980s for parents question two. Team parents, the number one selling video game of the 1980s was Mario Brothers. Okay. What was the second highest selling video game of the 1980s? Video game, not arcade game. Video game. Of the 1980s? Is it a Nintendo game? This game exists on Nintendo platforms now, but this game, I don't believe, was made by Nintendo at the time. Was it Mortal Kombat? Was it Sonic? Think much simpler than that. In fact, I just saw yesterday, they released a movie about the creation of this game. Which is the weirdest topic for a movie. Pong? That was earlier. That Late, was in the Later 70s. than Pong. Simple Pac-Man? game that kind of took over the world. We still see it everywhere today. Minesweeper. I don't know. Close. Tetris. Oh, Tetris. Yes, yes. I always played the Dr. Mario version of Tetris. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yes, Tetris was a thing. It definitely You can existed. even play Tetris on a lot of TVs now. Yeah, we have Tetris on our smart yeah. TV now. Um, but no, I just saw yesterday, they just made a movie all about the discovery and promotion of the game Tetris. Mm. No, Tetris is really, really... That was very, very popular. It was very, very popular. And I think the one of the things the movie is showing is Tetris getting onto the Game Boy for the first time. So we'd all sit on our Game Boys. Tetris was definitely a Game Boy game. Yeah, yeah. All right. One one to zero. The kids have yet to answer their second question. All right. 
team kids, I have one more technology question for you for the 2010s. I have multiple choice for you. What was the best-selling video game between 2010 and 2019? Was it A, Animal Crossing, B, Grand Theft Auto, C, Mario Kart, or D, Minecraft? Minecraft seems accurate. I don't think it's Animal Crossing, just because that's kind of... Not such a popular game. Yeah, it's not very popular. Kind of is, but I think it might be Minecraft. Or Grand Theft Auto. Or Mario Kart. I'm going to say Minecraft. Yeah, I think it is Minecraft. The number one selling video game of the 2010s was Grand Grand Theft Theft Auto Auto 5. (laughs) job. You got that right in there. (laughs) All right. All of those were very popular, but yes, Grand Theft Auto 5 was the most popular, which is tough for you because that's a game we don't let you play. That's the game that Free Guy was based on, right? Yeah, with Ryan Reynolds. So we don't, you guys don't play it, but that's kind of the idea. Yep. Okay. We're going to shift now into politics. I have a question for each side about politics. Team Parents, in 1981, who was the first female nominated to the Supreme Court? Well, the first female in the Supreme Court is Sandra Day O'Connor. Correct. Yes. yes. Okay. There you <laughs> it go. wasn't a trick question. Okay. <laughs> Sandra Day O'Connor. All right. Yes. Got it. Team Parents gets the point. You knew that one right off. All right. Team Kids. Question three. You were born in the early 2010s. Who was president of the United States the year you were born? Barack Obama. Marshall, do you agree? Correct. Yes. The years you were born, Barack Obama was president of the United States. All right, so we're going to shift topics again. We're going to shift into the world of film. So my first question is for team parents. Question four. In 1982, which of these films won the Oscar for Best Picture? Was it E.T., Gandhi, or Tootsie? I'm going to guess E.T. No, Gandhi. What? Gandhi beat out E.T. for best film in the year you were born. Mm. All right. Well, that makes sense. So were those the three nominated and one of them won? Yes. Oh, okay. These were the three nominations. I was like, I know E.T. was that year. For best picture. Um, Kids, I know you haven't seen the movie Gandhi. Do you know who Gandhi is? Yes. Have you studied him in school, Elena? No. You've seen E.T. though kids, right? Yes. Yeah, we watched E.T. Um, I think you enjoyed that movie. We have not seen as a family Gandhi or Tootsie. Yeah, they're a little more adult. Yeah, absolutely. All right, kids, I have a movie question for you as well. In 2012, Elena, the year you were born, 
Which of these films won the Oscar for Best Animated Film? Was it Wreck-It Ralph, Frankenweenie, or Brave? Mm, I'm going to say Frankenweenie just because that's kind of obscure and... And obscure movies always win Best yeah. Picture. They generally very popular, lasting movies win this award. I think those yes. were the three that were nominated, just like mine. Is that correct? Correct. These were the three nominations. Which one won the year you were born? Brave? Yes. Brave won the Oscar for Best Animated Film in 2012. We love that movie. We uh, do. It was a great movie. Beautiful, great story. Fun accents the whole way through. Yeah. When Elena was three and Marshall was two, we were brave for Halloween. Elena was Merida and I was the mom bear and Marshall was a baby bear. All right. So after four questions, we're back to a tie. Team parents, two. Team kids, two. Let's see if we can break the tie in question five. Last question of round one. This is a hard episode. Hard questions. I think we're going to be a lower scoring game today. We might be. I think round two gets harder. Let's see how we do. We'll see how that goes. (laughs) Team parents, question five. We're still in the world of film. Okay. What was the top grossing film of the 1980s? No multiple choice? No multiple choice. Top grossing film? What movie made the most money in the 1980s? This was a juggernaut of a film. Famous director, merchandise. It's not E.T.? It oh, it is, is E.T. E. E. Okay. <laughs> yes. I was like, wait a minute. I was like, the only one I could really think about is E.T. Now it's E.T. All right. Yes. There we go. E.T., massive movie, Disney rides, merchandising, no, Steven Spielberg. Universal ride. Oh, right. Exactly. Right, it's tucked there in the back of Universal. Yeah, you guys remember the ET ride at Universal? That was fun. Where you sit on the bike? Nice job, team parents. Final question of round one for team kids. Question five: Which movie released in the 2010s made the most money? You get multiple choice. Was it Jurassic Park, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part Two, Avengers Endgame, or Zootopia? Avengers Endgame. Elena, what do you think? I'm just going to agree with Marshall because I don't know. seems right. All it was those, super, super popular. All of those seem that like movie. very popular movies. But you guys were young with Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. It was also all right. huge. I don't know. I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. They're both, they were both huge. I think it's one of those two. Marshall, I have a question for you. Do you what? want to trust yourself or your mother? I think it's Avengers Endgame. Yes, trust yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Avengers Endgame was the biggest blockbuster of the 2010s. I was not trying to throw you off. That's what I would have guessed. <laughs> Avengers Endgame. Marshall knows his Avengers. Nice job. And with that, we're at the end of round one. Team parents have three points. Team kids have three points. All right. It's a tie. We'll take a quick break and come back for round two.
All right, we are back for round two. In round two, all of the questions are worth two points each, so double the value. Let's see how we do. Let's start with parents. We're in the category now of sports. So parents, question six. This might be where they take off without me. I think you knew your sports in the 80s. Let's see. I know a lot of basketball from the mid-90s, but that's about it. Okay, let's see. We'll see. After being drafted in 1984, Michael Jordan quickly became one of the all-time greats. What number did Michael Jordan wear on his jersey for most of his career? Oh, was it 23? It was 23. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I thought you might know that. You see it on jerseys and shoes. Yeah, 23. All kinds of Nike apparel. I think you have to literally, and I don't, I don't know that I would have known that, but I, like, you would have to, I think, be like with your eyes closed and your fingers and your ears on Mars to maybe not like pull that out of your brain somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I didn't know it. Well, you also weren't around in that era. That's why you didn't get the the 1980s questions. Right. All right, kids, it's your turn for the 2010s still in sports. In the 2010s, which NBA player scored the most points? Was it Michael Jordan, LeBron James, or Steph Curry? I know those are all really good players. Steph Curry. Marshall, what do you think? I'm guessing. I've never even heard of Steph Curry. Me neither. I know it's LeBron this year. Is it just LeBron James? LeBron James is the biggest player now, and he's nearing his retirement. So in the 2010s, yes, LeBron James. In fact, just a few weeks ago, LeBron James became the all-time highest-scoring NBA player ever. Over Michael Jordan. Huh? Over Michael Jordan, over wow. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Wow. He just, he just passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to become the number one scoring player of all time. And most of those points were scored in the 2010s. So yes, kids, two points, LeBron James. All right, we're going to move beyond sports. That's it. That's all the sports knowledge we have in us as a family is one question. Yeah, that's enough. That's all we can handle. And I got mine right. (laughs) So we're going to move on to popular toys. Yes. For the 1980s, parents, question seven. One of the most popular toys of the 1980s was the Cabbage Patch Kid doll. By the end of the 1980s, How many Cabbage Patch dolls had been adopted? Multiple choice. Okay. I was like, I don't know. (laughs) Was it 15 million, 35 million, or 65 million Cabbage Patch dolls sold? I still don't know, but I'm going to say... I mean, those are all just absurd numbers. So in these absurd number type questions, usually it's the highest one because it just is so absurd. So I'm going to say whatever the highest one was. 65 million? Correct. Yes. In the 1980s, 65 million Cabbage Patch Kid dolls were sold. Well, I think we had at least like 12 of them at my house. (laughs) You helped. You helped the cause. I think I had one. Uh, Oh, you even had a Cabbage Patch? I had one even, Yeah. 
Oh. They were huge. I don't know why. Um, but they weren't sold. They were adopted. Yes, yes, yes. Well, so, we talked about that in the toy episode. Yes. That, like you adopted them and he had like a little hospital. Yeah. 65 million Cabbage Patch Kid dolls were adopted. I will say branding wise, though, that was totally lost on me as a kid. I didn't know. I, I mean, maybe no my parents knew like what that. I didn't even understand really what adopting was. I was just had my Cabbage Patch dolls. But yes, we had a lot of them. They're very popular. Kids, do you know what a Cabbage Patch doll is? No, I don't. Have you seen Cabbage Patch dolls, Elena? I've seen them. They were just a doll with like um, yarn hair and like a cute buttony face. But they were born out of a Cabbage Patch. Yeah. Like they were grown out of the ground like cabbage. Yeah. Somehow they just like, yeah, grew out of ground with cabbage and they picked them. And there was like a rabbit guy who was kind of a bad guy. Oh, I don't narrative. remember that. There's like a whole story around Cabbage Patch Kids and there's like a lady and like she is bad and she grows them. There's a rabbit involved somehow. I would have to look it up. But like there's a whole story behind Cabbage Patch. I didn't remember that there was a story. Yeah. I, I just remember that they existed. And there's like a stork like and he has glasses and a hat and he flies around. <laughs> All right. I have one more question for Popular Toys Kids. Question seven. This is also multiple choice. In 2017, Nintendo released the Nintendo Switch. How many consoles did Nintendo Switch sell in the first year? Was it 300,000, 13 million, or 87 million? Um, I'm going to go with Mom's logic and say 87 million. That's a lot. 87 million would be about a third of the country. One out of every three people owns a Nintendo Switch. That makes sense. I uh, think. Yeah, probably 13 million. <laughs> That's actually a lot. Probably, probably 13 million. Yes. The second choice. 13 million is correct, which is still a tremendous amount of Nintendo Switches being sold around the country. What year was it? Like 2016, 2017? 2017. Okay, so I remember this. I was teaching high school and literally kids came back from Christmas that year with Nintendo Switches and were, they were just like, you couldn't teach them. They would like bring them to the classrooms and they would, so we had to like have a whole thing and they were not talking to each other at lunch. Like everyone had, not everyone, a lot of kids had Nintendo Switches and they had them with them and that was the first <laughs> time they, I mean, we had Game Boy, so I don't know why this was so revolutionary, but it wasn't a thing for that group of kids until it was. Yeah, Nintendo Switch was huge. But it was also, I think, kind of like the PS5 when it came out that they couldn't make them fast enough. Right. And so not only everyone had them and wanted them, but people also couldn't get them. Yes. So the prices were skyrocketing and people couldn't find them. Yeah, and they would be like sharing their Nintendo Switch at lunch. Yeah, it was crazy. And you got us a Nintendo Switch. Not in 2017, but yes, you did finally get a yeah, Nintendo Switch. Yeah, a few years Switch. ago, we got a Nintendo Switch. Yep. So you've got your own. What's your favorite Nintendo Switch game? Animal Crossing. Elena loves Animal Crossing. Fortnite. Fortnite. Fortnite is huge in our house as well. All right, great job on that. You get your two points. And we're going to move on from popular toys into the world of television. Television. Okay, this one could be tough. I've got some tough questions in here for you. Parents, question eight. In the 1980s, the Emmy for Outstanding Comedy Series was won by this show three times. Mork and Mindy. That's my guess. 
No, it's not Mork and Mindy. I don't think Mork and Mindy won any of them. Oh. This was uh, the most Seinfeld. popular comedy show of the 1980s. Seinfeld was 90s? That was Cheers. 90s. Cheers. MASH. Okay, give me some multiple choice here. You just gave yourself a great multiple choice. <laughs> and one of, of them was right. Oh, one of them was so right. So which one do you want to stick with? Oh, 1980s. Cheers. 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 I'm good with cheers. Okay. <laughs> cheers is right. Okay. Yes. Cheers. You got there. Uh, cheers, the best comedy series of the 1980s, won the Emmy for best comedy series three times oh, in the 1980s. I totally watched Cheers. I loved, I loved Cheers. My parents loved Cheers. It was great. And then we got a decade of Frasier to carry that series forward. Yes, that's true. And now they're about to make a reboot of Frasier in which he goes back to Boston. So they're going to complete... What? Yes, they're going to complete the cycle and send Kelsey Grammer back to Boston. Is Ted Danson going to be in it? I'm hearing conflicting rumors of if they're actually going to be in the Cheers bar or not. And John Ratzenberger and Baby Newworth. But surely being in Boston will allow him to bring some of those guest stars back. Sometimes. Yes. Yes, it's all about Kelsey Grammer's character, but surely... Surely we get some Ted Danson, B.B. Mm. Newworth. You got to have B.B. Newworth in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Lilith has to come back. George Went. I'm, I'm weirdly excited for that. I want to see what they do oh, with yeah. that. Oh, yeah. I'll watch it. Okay. Team Parents gets two points for knowing Cheers. Team Kids. This is a tough question, but I promise you it's a show that you know. In the 2010s, this funny show about households of parents and kids won the Emmy for Outstanding Comedy Series five times in a row. I'm going to say Modern Family. Yeah, Modern Family. Yes, Modern Family, which is a show you've been into lately and just starting to really enjoy. Uh, Yeah, in the... 2010s, they won Best Comedy Series five years in a row. Every year, they were just sweeping that thing. It's a great show. Great show. Elena, who's your favorite character in Modern Family? I forgot his name. The redhead? Mitch. Mitch. Jesse Tyler Ferguson. Love Jesse Tyler Ferguson. Jesse Tyler Ferguson, if you're listening, come on our show. We love you. (laughs) Yeah. Let's just put that out into the ether. Mitch and Phil, those are my two. Uh, Ty Burrell also, I would put that in the ether if you wanted to come on our show. (laughs) Big fans. Big fans, big fans. All right. Uh, Great job, team kids. We're moving on. We're getting tough. Question nine, we're still in the world of television. Team parents, question nine. The 1983 finale of this show is the most watched TV episode of all time. This is MASH. It is MASH. Okay. I have a question for the kids. MASH was a huge, huge television show. Do you guys know anything about MASH? Have you ever heard of it? No. MASH was a TV show about soldiers in a medical facility during the Korean War. And weirdly, it was a really funny comedy. Yeah. They made it a comedy. But it was also a a touching, beautiful... There were serious moments. Yeah. Um, There were characters that died and broke our hearts. MASH was just a massive juggernaut of a TV show and a great storytelling. Really well written. Yeah. The finale 
after I want to say eight years, after after years and years of this show running, um, and these soldiers not getting to go home because the war kept running on, the finale, the war finally ended, and everybody got to go home, and so everybody in the country tuned in. Everyone wanted to see this final moment of the soldiers going home. It was the most watched TV episode of all time. I looked it up, Zach. 11 seasons of MASH. 11 seasons. Yeah. Great, great show. One of these days, we'll watch a couple episodes of MASH. Great show. All right. Everyone's doing really well in round two. Yeah. I think round two is actually easier than round one, Zach. (laughs) Just putting that out there. Sometimes I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to know. All right. Kids, question nine. I think this one is tough. Still on television. In the 2010s, the Emmy for Outstanding Drama Series was won four times by this HBO show. And I'm going to give you a couple hints. Some characters in the show were the House of Stark, the House of Lannister, the White Walkers, and Drogon the Dragon. It's a show we would never let you watch. So you probably maybe have heard of it, but you've never seen it. It's It's very adult. It was a massive show, hugely popular, but no, you've never watched it. In fact, we don't really watch it either. We didn't really watch it either. The only shows I could think of that are that sort of theme are you let us watch. Like Lord of the Rings, Star Wars. It is a little bit like Lord of the Rings. It's a show? It's a show, right? It's a show on HBO. Oh, it's not on Netflix? Nope. Okay, so it's not the show you guys talked about yesterday that you said you wouldn't let me watch. Nope. You want a hint? Sometimes yes. it will be um, abbreviated as G-O-T. Gerald Oliver Tim. Gerald Oliver Tim. Your answer is Gerald Oliver Tim. It's a really good guess. It's correct. No. <laughs> Now we got to make that series, though. <laughs> Gerald, Oliver, and Tim. And it starts Going White Walkers adventures. and the Dragon. <laughs> okay. Have you guys even heard of Game of Thrones? <gasps> Have you heard of yes. it? Yes. I knew that would be a tough one. I wasn't sure if you guys were aware of Game of Thrones or not, but massive TV show in the 2010s. All right. We're on to our final question. Question 10, worth two points each. Team Parents. In 1981... The Wedding of the Century Between These Two People was watched by 28 million people around the world. Princess Diana and Prince Charles. Yes, Charles and Diana, The Wedding of the Century. Notice I named her first. (laughs) Even though he was the one who was royal. <laughs> she was the one everyone liked a lot more. Yes. I mean, I could even still envision that dress. My grandma had a Princess Diana, like Barbie in that dress. Like it was huge. And it's like still in the box, I think still. I mean, that wedding was like everything at that time. Massive. And everyone watched it across the yeah. world. It was the year before we were born, but we're yeah. still quite oh, aware. Yeah. I wasn't alive, but I'm very aware of it. Quite aware of it. All right, kids, I have a similar question for you for question 10. The 10 most watched television events of the 2010s, each watched by over 100 million people, were all this event. 
Super Bowl, the World Cup. Which of those do you think is going to be watched by the most people? Is one of those th- is one of those right? Yes. I'm gonna guess the Olympics because that's all the sports. That's a bunch of sports, so it would be like all the. But people. there's ten of them. There's not going to be ten Olympics in ten years. Only every four years. In ten years, there were ten of these, and there's not going to have been ten World oh, Cups either the because Bowl. they yes. The Super Bowl. So in ten years of the decade. If you took all the most popular TV events of that time, the top 10 are all Super Bowls. Our country loves their Super Bowl. Top 10 most watched events, each by over 100 million people. If you go back to the 1980s, that Charles and Diana wedding watched across the world was 28 million. Now by the 2010s, 100 million people are watching these television events. That's a lot of people. Massive event. Nice job. You got it right, Marshall. Correct. The Super Bowl. I wonder I wonder if that has to do with the amount of screens that people have in their house, though, Zach. Like, you could have the Super Bowl on on your TV, and you could have it on on your computer, and you could have it on on a different... Like, there's just so many more screens in our house. That's true. And also just the idea that every... Someone fam- could be so many at families work have watching TVs it on too. their phone. Like, Yes, that's true. Yeah. Right. So that has to have I think that's a huge part it. of it. And also in 1981, not everyone had a TV at all. Right. And now yes. we've got oh, there was multiples per family. Yeah. Yeah. That has to have to do with those numbers. Yes. It's just we have more access to televisions right. now. Sure. Yep. All right. Nice job. We made it through. You ready for final scores? Yeah. Yeah. All right. It was a close game. Team Kids had 11 points. Team Parent. 13 points. Congratulations, team parents. 13 you have points. the victory. I've been around for longer. All right. Great job, everybody. Thank you all for listening to the Kids vs. Parents Trivia Podcast. Take a moment and add up your points at home, and I hope this spurns some great conversations about your childhood and your kids' childhood. Thank you all for listening. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye.